Support for this podcast and the following message come from Wise, the app that makes managing your money in different currencies easy. With Wise, you can send and spend money internationally at the mid-market exchange rate. No guesswork and no hidden fees. Learn more about how Wise could work for you at wise.com. It was a wild ride today as a team of nuclear inspectors from the United Nations made their way to the Zaporizhia nuclear plant in southern Ukraine. The team was able to reach and gain access to the plant, and they have begun their work to assess its safety. NPR's Alyssa Nadwerny is in Dnipro, Ukraine. Hey, Alyssa. Hi, Ari. Sounds like it was a really intense journey for the inspectors to get there. Tell us what they went through. Well, yeah, it certainly had the world on the edge of their seats. So to get there, they had to pass through active fighting. They came from the city of Zaporizhia, which is still Ukrainian-controlled. But they had to go through the gray zone. That's where the two sides meet each other. And then they had to enter Russian-held territory. There were some really long delays at checkpoints. There was heavy shelling along the way. The head of the International Atomic Energy Agency, Rafael Grossi, who's leading this team, He said that he was briefed on the military situation, but he felt the mission must proceed because the stakes of a nuclear disaster were just too high to wait. And despite the shelling, despite the checkpoint delays, they made it. So what do we know about the visit? Yeah, the the weeks in the making visit finally happened. So Grossi said he was able to gather a lot of information. He saw the main things he needed to see. I have just completed a first tour of the key areas that we wanted to see. Of course, there is uh, a lot more uh, to do. He said his team plans to continue working past this initial visit. Any information on operations at the plant? Well, because of shelling again today, the plant had some damage. So there was a power supply line that went down. Workers had to shut down one of the reactors. Another idle reactor lost power and had to be switched to a generator. That's all according to Energo Autumn, which is the organization tasked with nuclear safety in Ukraine. The head of that organization said they are using all efforts to get that reactor back online. What's Moscow saying about all this? Moscow's been supportive of the mission. Russia's foreign minister, Sergei Lavrov, had this to say. He's saying we're doing everything we can for the nuclear station to function and the inspectors to arrive. But Russia continues to blame the shelling in and around the plants on Ukraine, claiming that they're sabotaging the visit. On Twitter, the deputy Russian ambassador to the UN said Russia had requested a meeting next week of the UN Security Council to discuss the situation at the plant and Ukraine's, quote, reckless behavior. Okay, so Russia blames Ukraine for the shelling, but what does Ukraine say about that? Ukrainian officials say it's Russia who's doing the shelling. And today, NPR had a chance to talk with Dmitry Orlov. He is the mayor of Anerhodar, which is the city that's closest to the plant. He says, you can tell the shelling is coming from nearby Russian-occupied territory because the time between hearing the shot and hearing the resulting explosion is just a few seconds. All right, well, what's next in this saga? Well, the IAEA mission is expected to be ongoing over the next few days. The main team has departed the plant tonight, but a few members are going to stay behind to continue working. Grossi, he has said, you know, he wants to keep a contingent of inspectors at the plant permanently, but it's still unclear exactly how that's going to look. That's NPR's Alyssa Nadworny reporting from Ukraine. Thanks a lot. You bet. On the Code Switch podcast, conversations about race don't start and stop with the news cycle. 
We know that race is always relevant and we have new topics, new voices, and new stories for you every single week. Listen to the Code Switch podcast from NPR. We all hear things differently, and that can be tough when there's so much noise. This election year, we're a space to speak up and to listen. Listen to 1A for the latest on election 2024, only from NPR. Feel like the world is on fire? Shortwave is your antidote. We find joy and beauty in the science of the planet we live on. How people are taking action in the face of climate change. The many weird and wonderful ways animals have adapted to a changing world in the past and present. And how technology is pushing us forward. Listen now to the Shortwave Podcast from NPR.